Hi, everybody. Welcome to Black Girl Creative. My name is Alicia Renice, and I'm so happy that you are here. Blow you stay Shout out to you for being here. I see you. I celebrate you. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me. I really love when you all send me encouragement through reviews, through messages, through emails, through phone calls and texts. All that stuff means a lot to me. Again, like I always say, I can see the number of people listening, but I can't see who's listening. I can't put a face to it. So when I can put a face to it, it makes my heart even more happy because I see you and I can celebrate you publicly. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So as always, this podcast is brought to you by the Black Girl Creative Collective, a community of women who are creative and loving and supportive and just amazing and phenomenal. And we come together in our group and we talk about things, we share our experiences, we have monthly meetups, all that stuff. We're going to start implementing a creative support group to work through the mindset and the issues that we have as being creatives. I'm just really excited about that. New class is coming, like a songwriting class, all that stuff is coming, you guys. And I'm really, really excited. So if you're interested, feel free to join. We'd be happy to have you. Yay. All right. So today's episode I'm really excited about because I know for a lot of people, they're like, Alicia, I need help finding my thing. I don't know what my thing is. And so for those of you who don't know like what a thing is, it could be like a business, a creative project, a passion project, a new endeavor, a new hobby, whatever it is. Some people feel like they can't find their using air quotes thing. And so I'm going to share with you some tips that I use to help find my things, to help get me creative, to help get me started on new projects, new ventures, and to really look at my art in a different way. So I'm going to plug this in on March 20th. We have a workshop coming called Find Your Thing. And it's much like this podcast, but we're going to do it together in real time so that we can work through some things together. If we get stuck, like just helping you implement that thing and getting you a step closer towards your dream. Eventually, this is going to lead into a course that I have for helping people finding their dream thing and to pursue their dream thing. And so we're going to walk through the steps together. And so again, on March 20th, it's free. Come on out. Um, The link is in the description and you can join and have a great time and we'll find our things together. Okay. So the first step in finding your thing is to go back to your childhood and ask your child self, what did I used to do for fun? What did I used to do for fun? Not what you were good at. Because again, when you're kids, you're not really thinking about being good at anything. You're really just thinking about having fun and creating. And so the thing about finding your thing is that when you're playing, when you're creating, when you're having fun, it's so much easier to let like the creativity flow. So like when you think about a kid playing in a box, right? And they're in a spaceship, they're in a space shuttle, or they're trying to concoct you know, meals with grass and all this other stuff, or maybe they're playing with their dolls and they're playing out a scenario. If the kid is playing with their dolls, they could be a writer, they could be a storyteller, they could be, you know, I don't know, a playwright in the future. Because all we're doing as kids is when using those dolls and stuff like that, we're playing out stories. So when I look back on my childhood, I used to like to write, as when I, when I learned how to write anyway. <laughs> I would write, I would, sing. But even with writing, I would go back and look and I was playing out scenes with my Barbies. I was making stories with my Barbies and making it up on the fly. And so in that way, I was always storytelling. I was always writing. And in the same way for you, look back on your life and try to figure out what things did I do for fun? What was my thing back then? What couldn't I keep my hands out of that my parents told me to keep out, right? For me, I would take baby powder and water and make like these bubbles and 
just concoct a whole bunch of mess because I loved putting my hands in things and just making experiments. I used to love, I used to call them experiments. I used to love making sunflower seed soup. And I know that sounds crazy, but I literally would make soup out of sunflower seeds. And I loved cooking. I loved the process of making something out of nothing. So I was always a creative, creative, even as a child. The second thing I would ask you to look at is what do people come to you for? What do people come for you to come to you for? And so the first thought might be like, I don't think anybody comes to me for anything, even if you don't have like any handyman skills or maybe you feel like you're not really equipped to handle anything. If you have relationships, if you have relationships with people, then you have a skill that people come to you for. Right. So maybe your skill is just making people laugh, making people feel comfortable, feel at home, feel seen. Maybe it is helping people build things. Maybe it is helping people to get out of a rut or maybe it's financial help, whatever that thing is. What do people come to you for? I know for me, a lot of my friends come to me for advice to feel seen and heard. And while I feel like I can't necessarily fix their problems, they still come to me and share that stuff with me because they know that this is a safe place. I'm not going to judge them. I'm not going to look down on them no matter what they tell me. I still see them. I still love them. And I am a safe place for them. And I pride myself on being that because I know what it's like to not have that. So for you, ask yourself the same question. What do people come to you for? Number three, what are your interests? And again, there is a difference between interests, hobbies, and passions. Interests are just things that you're just naturally interested in. Maybe you're interested in boating, but you don't have a boat. You can be interested in cooking and you don't cook. You could be interested in exercise or lifting and you don't do any of that thing. You'd be interested in guitar, right? These are things that maybe you're interested in and they can lead you to your next thing. So maybe you are interested in guitar, right? And so you start playing the guitar, but you realize you actually hate playing the guitar and you want to play the bass. That's okay. These interests and following these interests, right? Putting some action behind them will help you to find your next thing. So be open to your interests, even if it's not something you do right now. Number four, what are you good at? What are you good at? Are you, are you good with your hands? Are you good with your mind? Are you good with numbers and money? Are you good at cleaning? Are you good at details? Are you good at the big picture stuff? Really be honest with yourself. What are you good at? And again, if you don't know, phone a friend, ask them, what do you think I'm good at, right? And so they can see what we're good at from the outside, but there are things that only you know that you're good at. If you know that you're good at cooking and cleaning, then write that stuff down. That'll help you find your thing. The fifth question, was that five? (laughs) The fifth question I have to ask you is, what have you done in the past that was successful? What have you done in the past that was successful? And so literally we downplay ourselves when we get to this question because it's like, I haven't done anything that's successful. I don't have a success, right? Did you wash today? Did you get up? Did you fix dinner? (laughs) Like that's successful, right? And even in our failures, there's still success in trying. So don't even look at did this thing turn out the way that I wanted wanted it to turn out? The question is, did I do it? And if I did it, then that is a success. So write down all those things, all those things. The sixth thing I would ask you is what are your gifts? What are you good at? What are you just naturally good at, right? Like what, what are things, and again, it doesn't have to be like a skill, but it can be like, I'm just good at listening. I'm good at, you know, reading people. I'm gifted in um, figuring out a chord, whatever it is. Like, what are your gifts? What are your gifts? And so look at that list. Look at that list of things, right? And one more thing I asked you, ask you is number seven, I think, number seven, what do you enjoy doing? What are some things that you do that you get lost in? Like time just flies by. You're like, oh, snap, three hours passed by and I was still doing this thing. 
What do you actually enjoy? What feels good? What feels like home for you? And really write down those things. Using those lists of the list you just made, look to see if there's any connections, right? Like look to see if like, oh, I like writing and I wrote as a child or I made stories as a child. Oh, I love music. I love listening to music and I sang a lot as a child or I sang in the choir or I listened to music as a child, right? Look to see if there's a common connection between any of the things that you wrote. And then also look to see if you can marry any of those things together. So maybe like me, I would say, oh, I love storytelling and I also love photography. Is there a way that I can connect the two to make it my thing? And that is one of my things, right? Storytelling through photography, through images, storytelling through podcasts. I've always been very inquisitive. I've always been very um, interview-like. <laughs> I don't know what the word is for that, but I used to interview my great-grandmother and ask her questions. And I have to find that tape because it has so much information on it. But anyway, I was always a, a historian, capturing people's histories, their stories, all that good stuff, right? And I really wanted to get to the nitty gritty of their story. And so, but I also love talking to people and encouraging them. How can I marry that together? Oh, start a podcast where I encourage people and allow people to tell their own stories. So see if there's something in those lists that you can come together and create something. And maybe what you want to create has not been done before, or you can't find it fast, or maybe not that many people do it. That's okay too. It can still be your thing. So if you're like me, if you have questions or like problems finding your, using air quotes, thing, Do this exercise and I promise you'll be surprised every single time you do this, every single time. And be sure to ask your friends the questions that you get stuck on because sometimes they have insight that you don't have. And when I ask people, oh, what do you come to me for? I didn't think they were going to say anything. I thought they were going to say stuff like, oh, I come to you for music or I come to you for, I don't know, advice. But a lot of people said that they came to me to feel safe. And I would have never, I would have never thought of that myself. I would have never said, oh yeah, I'm a safe place. It wasn't until my friends told me that I was a safe place that I'm like, oh snap, well, praise God. (laughs) Praise God, I'm happy. Or when people tell me that they come to me for a laugh, I don't think I'm that funny. (laughs) I don't think I'm that funny. I really don't, I'm not like stand up funny, but I think in situations I can make myself laugh and like my community laugh a little bit, but I don't think I'm funny, but people think that I'm funny. And so you have hidden talents that you can't even tap into because you're too close to yourself. And so sometimes it takes a stepping away and getting under people who know us well to be like, what am I good at? One thing my mother said that I'm good at is just going for it, just doing the thing, just trying anyway, right? And so for me, because I judge myself so harshly, I'm like, I don't know. I have all these ideas and all these things that I want to do, but they're not really doing that well. And I'm kind of just winging it here. But my mother is looking up to me and saying, wow, like, My daughter's just going for the things. And so I don't see that as a strength, but she does. And so it really helped me to reevaluate and re-look at myself or look at myself in a different way. Re-look at myself. (laughs) Look at myself in a different way and be like, oh, I am good at just kind of winging it and just going for it and trying. That is one of my strengths. And so if that is one of my strengths, how can I bring people up with me to try to do their thing? And that's why I do things like workshops and podcasts and all these and classes and courses and all that stuff, because I want people to access their winging it. I want people to access their greatest potential. And so for you, I want to know what your answers are. Send me a message, send me an email. Let me know what you think. Are you surprised? Did you ask people like what they thought of you? Let me know all that stuff. And again, if you're free on March 20th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, join our free workshop where we can work through it together. It'll be fun. It'll be a great time. 
And I'm really excited to see what God is going to show you using those questions. So I hope this episode was fun. I hope it was interesting and helpful and it was quick, but I hope that you got a lot from it. So until next episode, you guys, I love you. Keep creating and keep trying to find your thing because it's there. You don't have to look so far and so hard. It's right under your nose. All right. Bye.